Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On the Gaines Podcast, we talk about all kinds of investments. Meme stocks, high growth names, NFTs, and of course, cryptocurrencies. And the granddaddy of crypto, of course, is Bitcoin, a.k.a. digital gold. And since we first launched the Gaines Podcast, we've picked up a lot of people along the way. And a lot of them are actually new to investing as well. So I wanted to revisit a topic we discussed close to the the beginning of the podcast. But it's always good to kind of recap the very basics. And that's what we're talking about today. What is Bitcoin and how can people get involved? I'm Andy Gersher and this is GAINS. All right. Now, I know crypto has been roughed up and out of favor and often uh, throughout the history of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, when interest starts to wane, that's generally the time to start acquiring it for its next run. And I still think Bitcoin and Ethereum, of course, has a, a, a another run ahead, um, including other coins as well. But I, I've always said dollar cost average into Bitcoin and Ethereum. And in the long run down the road, you're going to do just fine. And we're going to bring on our go-to cryptocurrency expert. He's been on the GAINS podcast a number of times. He's just a great source for this kind of stuff. And that's Bill Uliveri owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. His website, of course, is SenecaCapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E Capital.com. Well, Bill, always glad to have you on the GAINS podcast. How you doing? Andy, I'm doing great. Thank you again for the opportunity of just sitting around and shooting the breeze with you and chatting about this. Today, we're going to talk about, we're going to just kind of do a 101 get our GAINS listeners up to speed. I know uh, a lot of our listeners already have a pretty good understanding of crypto and Bitcoin and that kind of thing. But for some of the newbies that we've brought on as of late, we did this probably six, eight, nine months ago, a 101 on Bitcoin. And that's why I brought on Bill, our go-to crypto analyst on today to talk about that. For the newbies out there, uh, what is Bitcoin and blockchain? And just let's just set the table there. Uh, and we'll start with Bitcoin. There's all kinds of cryptocurrencies, okay. but let's start with the the granddaddy, the crypto gold, 
Bitcoin. Explain what Bitcoin is. Oh, gosh, Andy. You know, remember that TV show that said, asked the question, are you smarter than a five-year-old? Like, yeah, I, I love that. these. I love this question. The most simple question, what is Bitcoin? Because it, it forces me to rethink the things that I take for granted. And it forces me to reevaluate what Bitcoin is. But I'll give you my description because if you have, if you ask 100 people what Bitcoin is, you'll, you may get 99 different answers. So Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. It is a virtual currency that is designed to act as digital cash. That was the original white paper. And it was designed to be a digital form of, of cash, of U.S. dollars, of euro, of, of any kind of currency. And so what we have to do is we have to go back and ask ourselves, what are the properties of money? You know, it's divisible. It has a, it's a unit of count. It's a store of value. It's a receipt on work. So when I give you, Andy, 10, a $10 bill, I'm basically saying, hey, Andy, here's a receipt for an hour's worth of work, right? There's also the, 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 the concept of money is the fact that you don't have a double spend, that you have to give up ownership of it. So when I give you, Andy, a $10 bill, I no longer have possession of that $10, which is really an important thing. So Bitcoin is a virtual currency. It's designed to act as a payment system. Uh, of, of transfer of value person to person or peer to peer using an electronic platform um, without the need, removing the need for a third party trusted individual or a financial, uh, financial institution. So I don't need a bank. I don't need a credit union. I don't need the Federal Reserve. I can transmit and transfer value person to person electronically without the need of a third-party intermediary or a third-party institution to verify and, um, and, and be the trusted party in a cash transaction, just like a dollar bill. A dollar bill is physical. It's a way of transmitting value and currency and a host of other things person to person when I hand it over to you. And when I hand over Bitcoin to you, the ledger, the Bitcoin ledger, the blockchain is what records that transaction uh, just as a third-party intermediary. So again, it's meant to be digital cash between two people without the need of a third-party intermediary. That's the bulk of, of what Bitcoin is. And it uses, as you mentioned, blockchain technology. Explain the blockchain technology, and then we'll explain why Bitcoin really doesn't exist. A lot of people think it's some kind of thing or some kind of entity that can be transferred it, it, that's it's just its existence is all kept on the ledger but get, let's start with the blockchain technology okay. and that will kind of maybe clarify some things here sure so andy when i click on a web link that has like www.google.com or yahoofinance.com i might see letters but behind that is something called the url it's a uniform resource resource locator it's like an address. It's an IP address of where that information sits on the internet. So in like manner, when you are transferring or buying or selling or exchanging Bitcoin, what happens is, you know, like if I have an Excel spreadsheet, I actually maintain a copy of it on my computer and I'm sending you a copy of it. And if I have a cat video, like an MP4 file or MP3 file on my computer and I send you one, I send, I'm sending you a copy and I'm retaining the original. And if I was using Google Sheets, our spreadsheet actually sits on Google servers, and you and I are able to view 
the same spreadsheet simultaneously and actually watch how you and I are making changes to a spreadsheet or a, or a Word document, right? So Google has, has possession of the file that you and I are updating, right? And in, and in database, computer science is called a slave-master relationship. But in Bitcoin, there is no centralized party that hosts the original copy of the file. That's done by what's called nodes. Nodes are hundreds of thousands of locations on the internet that host and hold and retain a full copy of every single transaction that Bitcoin has ever done since 2009 on the blockchain. So when you and I are, if you and I were hand radio operators, or if I was permitted to speak on the radio as in hand of an interview, I push the button on my microphone and I broadcast, hey, Andy is awesome. It broadcasts that, those words simultaneously across the entire Chicago network, the entire global network, and I can never say that I didn't say what I just said. Why? Because I've got millions of people listening to my broadcast message. When I transact in Bitcoin, I'm transacting that Bitcoin on the internet to thousands, hundreds of thousands of different people who take possession of that action, who record it on the blockchain. And every 10 minutes, they fill up this shoebox of blocks of transactions and they perform computational encrypted work to prove and in, in, in to, to act as that third-party intermediary, to act as that final notary public saying that all these transactions happened at this time between these two people, and one block is linked to another. So again, blockchain is this form of technology that provides um, rare, no, it provides a unique transfer of ownership with a digital good that's never happened before in the world. So when I transact, when I send you Excel spreadsheets or cat memes or Facebook memes, I can create an infinite number of copies of those. With blockchain, I'm able to actually transfer a digital good and the, the person who sends it to, from when person A sends it to person B, they no longer retain possession of the digital good. So it's a way of having provenance of unique rights of ownership for a digital good. That's never happened before in the world of technology. So what Bitcoin did was solve a very age-old problem of computer science. And I hope I didn't get too deep in a pile of mud with that one, Andy, because Bitcoin and blockchain really are very unique pieces of technology that we have to, we have to wrap our mind around. And we have to compare it with things that Bitcoin seeks to replace in order to understand Bitcoin. That speaks to the point where the whole core of this is that's why it's called a decentralized currency. It's the blockchain, and you have a seed phrase. All data is kept on the blockchain, and yes. there's no physical Bitcoin. So uh, the only thing that would be, you know, often when people carry, they say, oh, they have their Bitcoin on some kind of drive or they put it in cold storage uh, i think i think one confusion is a lot of people think that there's some kind of code or some kind of thing that's actually on that device that's not it it's just a seed phrase that's how you interact with the blockchain so explain how bitcoin doesn't really actually exist start off with what a seed phrase actually is that's kind of the key to all of this Literally. Well, yeah, well, it's interesting because did, does Bitcoin really exist? Well, it, it exists as much as any. This is also a philosophical question. So Bitcoin exists insofar it is a digital good. 
it's exists insofar it is a piece of code that's executed on the internet. It's a piece of code that has rules that are followed. Um, and what gives its value really probably is that social construct between people. Uh, what, why is gold valuable? Why is silver? Why are beads? Why does anything have value? It's a philosophical question between two people that this good, this thing has value or this thing is money. And in the world, okay, so let's go back to the, the seed phrase. So the seed phrase is what keeps track of your unique identifier that tells the world, the blockchain, that you own or are transmitting or are transferring your Bitcoin. So let's go back to old school brick and mortar. Say, for example, I owned a gold coin and I wanted to store it someplace securely. I would go to my local bank. I would open up an account. I would have a safety deposit box. And the safety deposit box has two keys. One key I bring in with me to the bank. The other key the bank holds on to. And we go inside into this vault, you know, a few stories below the earth, <laughs> the surface of the earth. I'm, walk, I'm, I'm escorted in by a bank representative. I give him my key. He takes his key. He puts two keys into the safety deposit box, unlocks it, opens it, and gives me that box. And inside that gray steel box, I place my gold coin. I close the box, put it back in the safety deposit vault. We lock things up, and he escorts me out. Okay. What just happened there? What happened was I had a key and the bank has a key. And those two keys combined allow me to interact with my store of value. Okay. And so Bitcoin and the seed phrase in the Bitcoin economy uses that. A seed phrase, see, Bitcoin operates on this technology called asymmetric encryption, which means there's two addresses. There's two ways that I can transact using Bitcoin. Just like my home, I have my, my home address, which is in the northwest suburbs of Chicago. I don't really care who knows that or who doesn't. And then mail comes to me. Mail comes to my mailbox. It's delivered to my public address. But the key to my door, the key that lets me in the house is completely different than my public address, right? The one that the mailman uses. So the seed phrase is a list of words. Usually it's 12 words. Sometimes it's 24 words. And those words are used to create a very specific, incredibly unique key that allows me to engage and interact with the Bitcoin network or the Ethereum network or the Dogecoin network. I need a key. I need a seed phrase to generate a key which creates my address, which allows people to send me money, or I need a private key in order to release my value to, to you, Andy. So again, we have to use old school brick and mortar, uh, old school financial services language and ideas to then bridge the gap over to decentralized cryptocurrency. So where the bank is the third party trusted individual that holds the public key that lets me in their basement, the Bitcoin blockchain network and encryption and the seed phrase, which creates the key, allows me to engage and interact and maintain security and ownership over the crypto digital assets that I own in the cloud. Unlike gold, the gold coin, the example you are using, Bitcoin does not exist in a physical form. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's important for people to know. Form. Correct. It is, you know, Michael Saylor, who is the CEO of MicroStrategies, 
it was one of the first people to really bring home the point that that Bitcoin is digital energy. Bitcoin is digital property because your ownership is limited. It's it's again, there's only 21 million Bitcoins that were first uh, that were made available. Of the 21 million, about 18.7, 18.9 million are already quote unquote taken and spoken for. And everything after that, the next million, 1.2 million or 1.3 million is all that's available. As it gets, you know, every 10 minutes, a little Bitcoin is released to the economy for the, of the Bitcoin. And so it's really, it's a, you know, it's going to take a while for new, new people to understand it. But when they do, boy, when that light bulb goes on, you're like, holy cannoli, that is so cool. Like Bitcoin is the most amazing technology because, again, Bitcoin uses blockchain technology. Blockchain technology provides unique, limited supply of ownership of a digital item, and that never existed before 2009. And you have to remember, Bitcoin wasn't something that just popped up automatically. This has been, this has been a desire and something for you know, libertarians and crypto anarchists from the 90s and late 80s saying, hey, how can we create digital money? How can we create digital gold and not use a bank? and not use a, or a clearing firm or a credit union. Like, we, like they've hated the Federal Reserve and the way the whole, the whole Federal Reserve banking system works, this hierarchical, top-down, tightly controlled, Ivert. I could, we could go into that for like hours. Oh, but really yeah, the idea absolutely. was, Fun. let's create a way that we can transact value or have like a digital gold using the internet, and we don't want banks. We don't want the Federal Reserve. We want it to be between two people just this pure, beautiful transaction between two people, but it has to have certain properties, you know, divisibility. It has to be secure. You can't have a double spend problem. We have to solve all the problems using computer science, the way the federal reserve system works or the way the visa MasterCard American express payment system works or PayPal. Like let's figure out what all the attributes are and figure out a way of disrupting and creating it and mimicking it with the same security without the need of this massive you know, infrastructure behind the scenes. That is Bitcoin and blockchain. <laughs> and, and you know what? We're going to take a quick break here. When we get back, we're going to talk about actually acquiring Bitcoin. What is a Bitcoin wallet? We'll talk all about that with Bill when we get back. But hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, totally be doing us a solid there. Subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We drop Gains episodes on Wednesday and Friday mornings. We will be right back with Bill Uliveri continuing our Bitcoin, a.k.a. crypto discussion. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, back with Bill Uliveri, owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. The website, of course, SenecaCapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. Bill, you always have an extra little plug for the Gaines listener. Uh, uh, give us the plug there. Well, I really appreciate that. So if uh, listeners wanted to text the word blockchain to the number 22828, that's blockchain, to 22828, they can subscribe to our newsletter. You know, I send a newsletter out maybe once every three weeks, once a month. And it just it covers everything, stocks, bonds, commodities, energy, crypto, uh, and it's a way for me to, again, uh, you know, have a conversation about where things are technically using technical analysis. Or they can also, of course, reach out to us at SenecaCapital.com and, and use the form handler on our website to contact us if, you know, they're interested in having their cryptocurrencies in their 401ks or IRAs. The, the next level to this is, well, how do you get your hands on Bitcoin? How do you get access to Bitcoin? You can invest in Bitcoin, of course, using like even Robinhood. You can invest and almost treat it like a currency or stock. You actually don't own the Bitcoin in that case unless you transfer it out of your the ecosystem you're trading it in into a wallet. There's there's a number of platforms that'll let you freely trade it and and actually give you options to actually put Bitcoin in a wallet as well. but And then that's what we're actually talking about. Bill, explain what a wallet is. And we're talking about people who actually want to take possession, mm-hmm. so to speak, actually own it, not trade it through a third party like Robinhood, eToro, some of these other platforms. But they actually, you know, they people hear about putting a Bitcoin in a wallet. And that's where the seed phrase connection is, too. So explain what a Bitcoin wallet is and how it interacts with the blockchain. Again, let's let's take old school and new school. So an old school wallet. In my wallet, I have credit cards, debit cards, a little bit of cash, business cards, my identity, driver's license, <clears throat> excuse me, and a host of other, uh, you know, voter record, like voting card, like all this information in my wallet that allows me to prove my identity and to interact and engage with the traditional finance system. If I want to buy gas or I want to get food, right? I whip out my card, swipe it through the machine. Um, There's a series of transactions that occur behind the scenes where the bank company debits my account. It performs the same function as Bitcoin. It's the bank debits my checking account and gives it to the food store or the coffee shop or wherever I'm using my card. And it's up to them to debit my account and credit the merchant account, right? And they charge a fee for that. You know, it's probably 4% plus a little bit of extra. So my wallet is what I use to engage in today's economy. And if I lost my wallet, I would really be upset. But with a Bitcoin wallet, 
Bitcoin Wallet is a piece of software. You download it on your smartphone, and it is a way of creating those private keys we were talking about that allows you to interact with the Bitcoin or cryptocurrency network. And this wallet is encrypted with a password or a pin code that prevents unauthorized use. But I am able only to engage in the Bitcoin network with a Bitcoin wallet or the Ethereum network with an Ethereum wallet, which is, again, that encrypted seed phrase and password that we were talking about, the keys. Right. And, and one thing just I would like, just want to throw in here real quick is, you know, we're using Bitcoin as a specific example, but this same concept goes for Ethereum, Doge, you kind of mentioned that, Shiba, all these other tokens that that you've also heard beyond Bitcoin. It's the same kind of concept. So that's why, you know, we're just specifically talking about Bitcoin. But this is the whole cryptocurrency concept, regardless of the token. Well, because we use the Internet in order to facilitate these transactions and changes of ownership using cryptocurrency. And what do we use? We use the Internet. So the Internet has different protocols, which are communication languages. We have HTTP, which is hypertext, you know, uh, trans, um, the markup, uh, HTTP, the secure H- hypertext transfer protocol, HTTPS, which is secure. We use uh, FTP, file transfer protocol, when we're sending files around. We use email. Like there's all these different kind of protocols, these communication languages that run on the Internet. And the cryptocurrency world is no different. You have the Bitcoin protocol. You have an Ethereum protocol. A Dogecoin or you know other cryptocurrencies use their other protocol on the internet. They use the internet as rails to transmit all this information. So every wallet, in general, not every single wallet, but primarily every token, every every cryptocurrency has its own communication protocol, its own rules that the internet uses to transfer this information. So every kind of wallet will have, in general, a different type of protocol built into it. Now. There are wallets, Andy, that are only for Bitcoin. There are wallets that I would only use for Ethereum. But if a cryptocurrency project uses an Ethereum-like communication protocol called ERC-20, that's uh, like ISO 2000. You know, if you're an engineer, you know what ISO 2000 is, like cars and everything that's manufactured uses a standard, an engineering standard, so that we don't have all these bifurcated pieces of of manufacturing things that go into our our cars. We standardize everything. So there are things that follow the Bitcoin internet protocol. There's things that follow the ERC Ethereum protocol. So again, this is where Bitcoin kind of is a little bit of everything where it's value, it's cryptocurrency, it's, it's, it's money, it's digital gold, it's technology, it's a payment system. Like it's all these things like wrapped into one and you have to kind of just take the deep dive. You, you can't escape it. But a wallet allows you to use the protocol and view the protocol where you control your ownership of value, right? Just like I have to use a Facebook app in order to interact with Facebook, and I need a Twitter app to interact with Twitter, and I need a LinkedIn app to, to maneuver and work my way around the, the LinkedIn network. It's no different in cryptocurrency. I have to have a wallet or a, a way to interact with Ethereum, with Bitcoin, with Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, Chainlink, all these other cryptocurrencies. And, and it's each, really no each, different. What I was going to say, in each c- cryptocurrency, I just say I think this is an important point, is each cryptocurrency 
has their own specific wallet because it's their system. It's their blockchain. Each one is different. Sure. I mean, we have different currencies around the globe, the Japanese yen, euro dollar, uh, Brazilian real. I mean, I could uh, Australian dollar, Canadian dollar. There's a hundred and what sixty, a hundred and forty different currencies globally, and each one has its own thing, its own conversion, and its own thing, central right? bank, its own notes, its own yeah. And and cryptocurrencies are just like that. You know, as we wrap up today, I think one of the the, the other questions that most people have is, how do you get a Bitcoin wallet? Well, it's very easy. Explain. You just go to your your app store, you know, your, your Google Play Store or your iTunes app store, and you can download. I, I don't get paid for this. You know, I, I love the Coinbase products. I love Coinbase because they were I kind of too. first mover adopters in the space. So I love to stop, by the way, uh, just just a little side oh, yeah. <laughs> plug in there. And they hear this all yes. the time. I'm there with you. The ticker on Coinbase is C-O-I-N. Love the stock right now. But on top of it, great platform to uh, – use for for all your for a variety of cryptocurrencies but yeah go ahead continue no so coinbase has so many different facets to their business that i i just i just can't imagine that this is not going to be a, you know the the shares of their company are not going to be something big in down the road but anyhow they have um you can so you can buy you can buy you can buy cryptocurrency using many platforms but i personally like coinbase because you can buy and sell the most active and popular cryptocurrencies using their platform. So you, you go to the, the Google Play Store, you download Coinbase, you set up a username and a password. There's some KYC, Know Your Client, and AML, anti-money laundering questions that they ask you because Coinbase, again, is a, kind of like a hybrid space in the world where they're part old school financial systems, financial institution, and at the same time, they interact with crypto and Bitcoin, Ethereum, and 120 other tokens. So download the Coinbase app, get it installed on your phone. You create a seed phrase, which gives you the right to interact with the cryptocurrency world, right, with the, with the, the infrastructure. And you link it to your checking account at your local bank. And once those connections have been made, you can buy and sell crypto and it just pulls the money out of your checking account. Or when you sell your crypto, you can transfer it back to your checking account. So for me, Coinbase, it's a nice platform. Um, it's, you know, again, first moverish kind of adoption, but there are other wallets, a trust wallet, a moon wallet. Um, there, there are, there are hundreds of wallets that you can download. Um, and, but I, I would personally just start with Coinbase because I, you know, again, I, I wanted to dance with the person that brought me. And so uh, Coinbase, again, is going to have, they have custodial institutional grade custody services, uh, point of sale commerce. They have compliance, prime brokerage, which is what all the big firms use like Goldman and Morgan, you know, in order to provide institutional um, uh, help for people investing in cryptocurrency if they have an exchange. So it's, it's just a great way for businesses or people to invest in cryptocurrency. You know, again, Michael Saylor, MicroStrategies uh, would claim that why are you leaving money in your checking account earning nothing when you can buy Bitcoin and stake it like a certificate of deposit and earn 8% annually? 
That's for another show, Andy. Yeah, I was going to say there's can... a couple other things as, as we're wrapping up today's Gaines yeah. podcast. Yeah, there's there's staking. Uh, another factor that we haven't really talked about um, that newbies should certainly keep in mind, start small. There's a lot of scams out there. You really got to be yeah. careful about that. And we've talked about that in the past, and I, I think, Bill, we'll, we'll talk about it again real oh, soon yeah i have a friend that just got scammed for 12 a friend as it was the son of one of my friends got scammed for about twelve thousand. yeah uh, and, because he and just so in, and in fact why don't we as a warning because we we've talked about all the great things how to get involved you know covered a lot of the basics and um why don't we leave you know end the discussion with your warning because there, sure. you, you really got to be careful with this and right. uh, that's a whole other episode just to delve yeah. into the security aspects just like the staking right. just like mining and we'll we'll touch upon these in some other episodes but just to kind of finish today's gains episode with a warning because there is risk sure. and people need to know that right so you don't buy bitcoin from anybody who reaches out to you on instagram or whatsapp or TikTok, okay, let's just, you get some get basic right ground rules in here, yeah. right? So, but but you know what we should do? We can do an entire episode on just potholes and things to watch out for. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of some of these web-based interfaces, and, you know, that would be a great conversation, I think, to have later, Andy. But, yeah, let's just stick with the old-school brick-and-mortar, you know, Jimmy Stewart and It's a Wonderful Life. It's, it's you know, it's the credit union and the, the Bailey Savings and Loan. We're just going to do the the rock solid, you know, Coinbase app for now, or the Coinbase wallet, uh, and and you know we can have other conversations later. But get started with a place that at least has a customer service desk. That if you have a problem, you know, you have someone to email and someone, a human being to connect with. So I'll just leave it at that. But you, but you, you know, did you, mention yeah. you tease me though. Uh, just give us the one horror story about how. I mean, in, in the case that you said somebody you knew's son lost uh, a good bit on there, why, what kind of scam was pulled? Well, you know, he was a, um, you know, he's in his early 20s, and he has a pretty good job, you know, for being in his young 20s. He's making pretty good coin. And he just, someone just reached out to him through, I think, Instagram uh, or one of those social media platforms. I, I think it was Instagram. And said, hey, you know, I you know I noticed that you said you were doing rel- really well at work, and we have this... Um, FX, this foreign currency trading desk, that if you send us $3,000, we can almost guarantee that we can earn, you know, one or 2% a week or 10% a month and you get your money back. Right. And so they sent the link, they sent the details. I actually went to the website and it looked pretty legit at first, but until you poked around, you're like, Oh, there's just no way this has got to be a scam. Right. Because you see all these promises of people being able to make money. And little by little, they started with 3,000. Hey, you should kick in 1,000 more. Hey, kick in 1,500 more, and you get to be our gold, on our, clo- our gold platform. Hey, give us five grand more, and you get to be in our platform, uh, our, our platinum platform, where we give you uh, 8% a week or whatever the number was that was promised. And he actually logged into his, his app. He logged into his website, and he could see his money growing in real time. But when you tried to re- withdraw that money, no can do that was gone. So the, they said his original 10,000 or $12,000 investment was worth $40,000, but he had to submit another five grand. If you wanted to get the 40,000 back, 
it that, was, that's it was, a red it was, flag, and we we could go <laughs> on and on and on about that. So, yeah. but but I just wanted to get an example and a warning. That's why go with a reputable thing, like you said, yeah. Coinbase, and you know they they don't sponsor us or anything. It's just both of us uh, like using that platform, mm-hmm. and people are very familiar with Coinbase. You know, people in sure. in the space. All right. Well, hey, thanks a lot, Bill. Any final thoughts as we wrap up today's episode? You got to, you know, let, let the buyer beware. Like cryptocurrency right now, just like the stock market, is really oversold. There's some great projects out there. Uh, Bitcoin definitely does have that predominant king of the hill, gorilla in the room type of adoption. And so, you know, start small. Don't get carried away. Learn how this stuff works. And again, think of it as... Um, you know, you're buying little lottery tickets, you know, when you own some of these cryptocurrency tokens and, you know, just be prudent. But there is a place for this, I think, in virtually every single investment portfolio uh, in as much as you can invest in, you know, junior gold miners or, you know, some of these other meme stocks uh, that are actually technically financially uh, negative revenues. But, you know, you're, you're taking a shot on it anyhow. So, yeah, just be careful. Don't get carried away. Use your common sense and, you know, stay with the, the, the firms and organizations that have a good reputation that I think that'll just go a long way so that you have a good experience and you're in this space for a long time. And again, I, I think also starting small and playing around with it on, on a real small scale is a great idea. Well, big thanks to Bill Uliveri, owner of Seneca Capital Management in Glenview. The website, SenecaCapital.com. That's C-E-N-A-C-L-E, Capital.com. And again, Bill, give us that special plug for the Gaines listener, the text. Sure. Text the word blockchain to 22828 that's blockchain at 22828 and get started with our newsletter right and um, or, or go to our website at senecalcapital.com we'd love to have a zoom call you know we're, we're a state registered investment advisor uh, but we have de minimis um, customers and clients you know all over the united states so it's we'd love to have a conversation with anybody that is uh, is, is a listener andy and, and would do right by them uh, by, by sending them to the right place if they had any questions. And that's why Bill's our go-to crypto guy. Hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option. Totally doing us a solid there. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We are back on Wednesday morning and I will see you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.